Oh, hello, Vaders. It is good to see you here. What do you know and what do you say? And I must say, myself, thank you for joining me on such a wonderful evening. Outside it is cold, freezing cold, but inside it is quite pleasant. We are here with hot sake in our hands. My sake itself is hot as hell. And I say to all of you, each and every one of you, hi, kanpai. Oh, this is hot, really hot, just the way I like it. Oof. Oh, sweet liquid love going down my throat. Yummy, yummy. Well, fitters, I am here to read you the story of two podcasters, the story of Thomas and Jeremy, who got together in a night quite similar to this night and discussed their past, present, and future within the culture in which they love and live in, the culture of Japan. In this story, they discuss also current events such as the news, the wild, weird, and twisted bizarro news, which they make humorous commentary along with the news, I guess. Anyway, this is the story of which I'm going to read to you. Get out my book. Ah, yes. Chapter one. This is the story of Gutfit in Japan, episode number 583. Ah, it all takes place on a cold and very, very horrible night in southwestern Tokyo. Thomas was comfortable in his bedroom, speaking to his good friend and fellow podcaster Jeremy on his cheap piece of shit Chinese cell phone. Jeremy, on the other hand, was using high-tech podcasting equipment in his big, huge, luxurious apartment in southern Tokyo. Thomas was eager to say the thing that's been on his mind the whole day to his good friend Jeremy. This, this phrase, this words, these, these sentences, he could not think of nothing else, nothing better, nothing more interesting to say than what he's about to say. And these words were... My first like two years in Japan were in uh, actually uh, Fukuoka Prefecture in Kitakyushu City. Nice. I've been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's kind of a rough area. It's kind of a very blue-collar factory worker, but Fukuoka is kind of like the epicenter of like that island. Yeah. So like the a- accent's really very light and pretty, but like then then like you know you go where like the, the area I was in, it was like ure ure no kuruma. Yeah, very very ru- rustic, right? Like uh, more down to earth, like you said, blue collar worker people. Yeah, man. Well, like Nippon Steel's there, so like yeah, like a bunch of blue collar factory workers who like to go out, get fucked up, and party. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, no, nothing wrong with that. Like, yeah, I think uh, I think it'd be your kind of place, man. Because like when I was there, there's a lot of Harley riders and like th- those types, and yeah, they they fucking drink hardcore, man. Yeah, I saw a bunch of Harleys while I was down there, and people riding around and stuff. And then oh, we were down there looking at purchasing some some apartment, uh, just as a second really? home or whatnot. Yeah, and um, Damn. yeah, vacation stay, little vacation stay, little little house away from from Tokyo. Uh, but uh, yeah, saw a few Harleys checking on places to park mine and uh yeah it looks like it's gonna work out that's awesome ah really so uh so so pretty soon you're gonna be what become one of those guys who's like yeah i summer in fukuoka <laughs> yeah it's not gonna be like that so fukuoka from from tokyo is about an hour and a half flight and uh mm-hmm. you can just pop down there it's it's like a hundred bucks one way so if you have a couple hundred bucks that you're gonna spend in in Rapungi on drinks why not pop down to Fukuoka and uh, 
spend time at your summer house, right? Yeah, and it's appreciably cheaper. Also, like uh flights are like, oh, I don't remember the Shinkans. The Shinkans is about four hours, but like Shinkansen is like the bullet train. They're pretty nice, smooth rides. So, like, you know, they got the cart coming by with booze. Like, you oh, yeah. can just do your thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's pretty nice. You can do that as well, man. If you, you know, if you're opposed to flying. So I've done both and like uh, both pretty smooth sales. Yeah, and it's cool. Like if you're into Japanese culture, if you want to. If you want to check out A and A, like uh, the airlines, and see how the Japanese do their airlines, or if you want to do like Tom said and try out like a bullet train, because like how often do you get to ride a bullet train, right? So you hop onto the bullet train, throw back a few beers, and then you know Bob's your uncle. In four hours, you're down to Fukuoka, and once you're down there, um, the food's different from there. So one of the cool things about Japan is like um, the fact that the food culture is different everywhere you go. If you go to Osaka, if you go to Fukuoka, if you go to Tokyo, if you go to Hokkaido, Sapporo, everywhere you go, the food, the food culture is a little slightly different, which is interesting to me. What do you think, Tom? Yeah, man. Uh, cause yeah, specifically in Fukuoka, like, uh, what is it, like uh tonkatsu ramen, the pork cutlet ramen is really big down there. I think that's the, the originator, uh, shabu shabu, which is also very nice. So shabu shabu is like, uh, it's a Japanese dish, but it was like uh, traditionally developed from like, uh, I guess they had a lot of sailors coming in. They tried to like adapt their like Western kind of food ideals and make it Japanese. So it's basically like super like deli, th- uh, deli paper thin cut uh, meat. And like, you know, they just give you a big platter of it. And like, there's a boiling pot of water. You just like take your chopsticks, you dip it in, you swirl it around and it cooks up in a couple se- seconds and you just eat it. You can do water or you can do other kinds of soup. Like you can do kimchi soup. You can do tonkotsu, which is like a bone soup. There's tons of different kinds when you go down there and check it out. It's it's really amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And also uh, another famous one, which I think a lot of Western listeners might know is the fugu is super famous there. I haven't tried that. What's that like? Uh, it's a letdown, man. It's kind of a disappointment. <laughs> You know, the, the thing is, like, when someone goes, hey, here's a poisoned fish, want some? My answer is no. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Like, it, it's about, like, the experience and kind of pushing your boundaries and risking it. But, like, I got to be honest, like, the fugu, it's 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 the most, like, bland, generic fish you've ever had. And it's super expensive because, obviously, like, the motherfuckers that have it, like, you know, are able to serve it legally. They have to be, like, super licensed and, you know, it's, you know, it's, it, it's pricey. but um, when I was down there, like one of the things, like uh, one guy took me drinking. He was a restaurant owner. He's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." I was like, "Oh, you haven't have this, man. Let, let's go over here. Let's go, let's go to this restaurant. Let's go to that restaurant." And like, oh, you, you would like the guy. He was a Harley rider as well. Cool. But uh, yeah, he goes, "Oh, have you had fugu?" I was like, "No, but I want to fucking try that shit." And he's like, "Oh, okay, fuck it. Let's go there. You know, let's go to this place." And it's like, you know, one of those like traditional places where like you see the like the blowfish like swimming around in the fucking tank. Yeah, they have live like, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know it's fucking fresh. But like, yeah, you just like kind of like, you know, he just kind of nudges me and he goes, All right, uh, yeah, pick whatever one uh, out you want. I was like, Yeah, man, that one. I want the big motherfucker right there. Nice. You know, he looks at the owner, he says something to him, and he you know, just like dude pulls on his fucking gigantic glove, just reaches in there, and fucking grabs it. And then, and then literally just cuts it up right in front of you. And you can see him drain the poison out. It's kind of this like, I don't know. Oh, almost looks kind of like ink yeah like it's from their liver yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah so he, he he did it up and like you know he's like yeah how do you want it? he's like oh chef sashimi is really nice i'm like oh fuck no dude you're cooking that shit you're gonna deep fry that bullshit yeah no, no, no kidding right 
Um, I yeah. think I've read that four people a year, and which is not a lot, but it's more than I would care to join the numbers of. But four people a year, like, die from eating fugu. Yeah, that but is, is it that, or is it, or is it? Or, 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 I don't know if they're still allowed to do this. Or are they still allowed to do the poison sacks? I don't know what you're talking about. Why don't you explain a little bit? Um, there's there's a specialized drink like uh, I've I've not actually seen this live in person, but like um, where they give you this like little drink. It's basically like a shot. And it's got a little bit of the poison sacks in it, so it does have the actual poison. And I guess if you, if you drink it, like you know you're you know I guess your whole mouth goes numb. Yeah, goes numb. That. that's another yeah, you go fuck yourself crazy. moment. Yeah, I'm getting to that. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess it's supposed to give you a crazy wicked buzz, but you're only uh, maybe allowed to do one or two a night. You know, because like the safety law limit, I guess like, but it was famous. I think when I was down there, some really super famous like uh, movie actor said, give me more, give me more, give me more. They give him 10. Of course, like, you know, he fucking died. Damn it. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. Damn it. Some people are just so like in such a hurry to win a fucking Darwin award. Yeah. No kid, man. I mean, that, it goes back to what I first said. It's the old thing. It's like, hey, this is poison. Do you want to eat it? Mm-mm. No, no, I don't. I do not want to eat it. Yeah. 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 Well, there's we're, people we're, in other countries that eat that eat cobra hearts. Why? Yeah. How would you fucking do that? Oh, I've had like I've had shot, shots. Have you ever had like habushu? Uh, unfortunately, yes, I have had had that. What did you explain what that is? Um, that's from Okinawa, and basically, like habu. I think it's one of the most poisonous snakes in the world. I think about third or fourth poisonous, and yeah, like, it's a great level snake. snake. Yeah, but like, yeah, they fucking grab one of those motherfuckers, they stuff it into a bottle and they, you know, pour booze in and let them ferment and like, you know, the poison kind of seeps into it. And like, that'll get you a whole nother level of drunk. Yeah, the, the weird thing about that is I had it and I didn't know what it was. And I was like, man, this tastes like, just like what I imagine dirt tastes like. And they're like, here, look at this bottle. And if you look at the bottle, it's a, it's a clear bottle. And inside, like Tom just said, it's a bottle filled with booze. And it, at the bottom is this giant curled up, habu which is a crate kind of like a cobra snake without the hood you know it doesn't have that 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 rib cage that sticks out like a cobra but it's it's a got the big diamond fucking head that tells you it's a poisonous snake and it's usually sitting there with its mouth open and, and like it's screaming or something like that and i'm like i just drink that are you kidding me oh my god that was that that was freaky and they're not cheap too the, i think the bottles are like 300 dollars for a small little bottle of that so if you go to a, st- a store or a shop or a bar in Japan, and you see those big bottles with the giant snakes in it. You're looking at like a thousand dollars for that bottle, that entire bottle. Yeah, I actually believe it or not, I actually drank a lot of that when I was down there because, like, I don't know, man. Like, that's the thing when, like, when you're in kind of a when you're a gaijin, and you're in a country area where there's not a lot of other gaijin around. They just love to give you weird fucking free shit. Like, yeah, take it, fucking take it. So this is this is where I got the experience of eating and trying a lot of weird shit like that. But you you are correct. That shit is hella expensive and like for fucking reasons. Because Jesus, yeah. man, well, but hey, man, deadly. Yeah. Well, it's an interesting it's an interesting experience, right? So I got to say, I did it. Mm. Yeah. What What's the weirdest thing you've eaten or drank here in Japan besides that? Uh, also relating back to Fuko, uh, uh, was it Shirako? You know that one. No, unfortunately, I know it. I never ate it because I'm I'm a I'm a man. But uh, uh, what, yeah, well, I don't you explain well, yeah, what that is. <laughs> well, on that note, I never would have eaten it. Like, had I known what it was, 
How do you think they get that out of the fish? <laughs> yeah. well, actually, I do know because I, I had to fucking look this up and research, but like we're kind of like we're going on off on tangents. So yeah, uh, the same guy, the same dude, like uh this are basically I moved down there, I was new to Japan, blah blah blah. Next door to my like uh, my my apartment, there was a foreign foods restaurant. Right. And like I walked in there, I was like, this is like literally like my first day there. I was like, ooh, I don't know, oh, foreign foods restaurant. That looks cool. And I walk in there, like right as the place is opening, and like this, like, you know, this like, you know. 50-ish, like, you know, Japanese dudes sitting there polishing, polishing glass. He's like, hey, I must say, blah, blah, blah. And, like, he fucking turns around, and he sees me. He sees this foreigner walking his restaurant. He drops the glass, and it breaks. I was like, whoa, shit, am I in the wrong place? <laughs> and he's like, oh, and, like, keep in mind, like, I've just come to Japan. Like, I took maybe a couple, I think I did one semester of Japanese in university, which I did not fucking take seriously. And which did not prepare me for any of this fucking bullshit. Totally understand that. So I'm yeah. just like, yeah, I can hardly like fucking communicate. I'm just like, whoa! I just like walk into the wrong restaurant. He's like, yeah. then then he kind of motions for me to come over. So I approach the bar, and then he calls the cook out. And the cook was a college student who, who could speak some English, and he's like, he basically said in kind of really broken English. I said, like, oh, oh, you're you're a foreigner. You're you're very welcome here. Master has had this uh, foreign foods shop for a long time, but no foreigner has ever come in here. You're the first. So oh, he, cool. he welcomes you. Yeah, cool. and I was like, oh, fuck, I'm in the right place. <laughs> Score! So, yeah. Yeah, so, like, I want to become, become really good friends with that guy and partying a lot. And he showed me around, like, all the fucking cool spots. He was, like, he was a great guy to fucking meet. And awesome. like I said, he was a Harley He was a Harley rider. He was a fucking cool dude. Cool. But, uh, yeah, but, like, yeah, but, like, basically, I'd go, like, I'd, because I was friends with him, i walk into his shop before it was open. I'm just like, eh, I'm fucking bored. What's going on? And be like, oh, here's some fucking weird bullshit. He kept giving me just weird fucking food. He had a you know, plate like, of sitting there at the side waiting for you. Here's for Tom. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, I was like, you know, I, I realize he's kind of fucking with me, but he gave me, like, I don't know, like, I think bone, like, uh, cow bone marrow or some bullshit. Like, one time it was gross. You didn't like yeah, cow bone marrow? I love that shit. Yeah, really? I, I, I didn't care for it. I thought it was called the butter of the guts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Why don't you go back and tell us what Shiraku was all about and stop avoiding that? <laughs> well, yeah, I, I'm getting that. But like, yeah, he kept, he, kept, he, kept, he kept giving me weird food and telling me it was something else. And then okay. like, just like laughing his ass off going, no, it's actually this. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but here's here's the thing. So like I was prepared to like, you know, this for this guy to fuck with me. So one day he just like puts a bowl of soup in front of me and like. And he goes, try this, try this, try this. Like, I, I'm like, all right, what is it? He goes, it's monkey brain. I was like, bullshit. Yeah. I, I swear to God, I swear to God, it looked like fucking noodle, noodly and brainy. And it actually did look like fucking mo- like a, an actual monkey brain. Probably I was like, bullshit. Better. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because he fucked with me so many times on this. Like, I'm just like, bullshit. This is not monkey brain. He's like, no. I said, no, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It just goes back and forth. I'm like, you know what? Fuck this, man. I'm just going to fucking eat this. It's going to be like cheese and noodles or some fucking bullshit. So I fucking grabbed the whole thing, just fucking forked it. Went, rah, 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 rah. I was like, oh my God, it fucking tastes god awful. Just like, just flat out fucking disgusting. But I didn't want to like, how do you say, like, I didn't want to like lose face and like, you know, spit it out and like on his, on his bar countertop. So I, just, I fucking sure. swallowed the whole thing. And I'm like, Right, seriously, what is that? It's monkey brain. And like, I after that, I straight up fucking believed this. And like, and because I'm a dumbass, I ran out and told all my fucking friends. 
And like, you know, immediately all the fucking jokes follow. You know, you know how it is when you go out and you're with your buddies and you're, you're fucking drinking beers and like, everybody's like, what is that? Shit, monkey brain. Oh, yeah. Or, 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 or if you sit in the bar, somebody, somebody, somebody starts making the motion of peeling a, a banana and be like, ooh, want a banana? Monkey, want a banana? <laughs> yeah. Shit like that. And like, so like, I actually, I, I actually thoroughly believe this, that I, I got tricked into eating monkey brain. Until finally, like one day we went there because like I told everybody, like a bunch of my Japanese friends didn't believe me. It was like, no, seriously, dude, in Japan, we we have monkeys. We do not actually eat their brains. That's fucking crazy and disgusting. Yeah. And so like one day I was in there with, with one of my Japanese friends who goes to the bar and talks to the owner for a little bit. And he comes back and he goes, nah, it wasn't monkey brain. I was like, then what the fuck was it? And he's like, it was a special part of a fish. I'm like, what, what special, what, what special, about a very special part. I'm just like, oh, Jesus Christ. I ate fish guts or fucking, I don't know. So like fast forward when I actually left, I believe like for the longest time I'd eaten monkey brain. Then I, then I, then I thought, well, fish guts, not so bad. Then I actually came to Tokyo and when I was in Tokyo, I was pretty relatively new in Tokyo <laughs> and uh, I was in, at a job interview and like, sometimes they do this to you. They're like, tell an embarrassing story about yourself. So I was like, fuck it. I'll just go for a book. I'll tell that one. Hmm. So like I told it to the guy and like, it's this big Scottish guy with red hair and a red beard. And like, you know, as I'm telling the story, he gets this big old smile on his face. He goes, ha, 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 I know what you had. And he's <laughs> like, and I was like, what, 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 what? Was like, what? And he's like, wait, wait, you said, you know, kanji, you understand Japanese. I'm like, yeah. I was like, I'll give you the name. It's Shirako. Think about the kanji. It's the most obvious, easiest kanji. I was like, okay. White child. Ugh! Yeah, it's a, it's fish cum. Yeah, it's basically the sperm sack. It's yeah. the uh, it's fish cum. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And like even <laughs> even even a couple of years later, I was in another job, and we were talking. Like they're, they're quizzing me about what weird Japanese food I'd, e- I'd eaten. Yeah, and I said, "Yeah, I've had that." And and like the lady's like, "Ooh," but you know, and I was like, "You know what that is?" She's like, "No," and I had to explain it to her. And she goes, "No, no," and then I was like, "Yeah, let's just fucking Google it." She's just like, "Oh my god, I'm never eating that again." I was like, "How do you think I feel as a man?" Yeah, no kidding, right? Well, it's up to you. It's your your life choice. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but no, I don't I, discourage I don't you or like, encourage you. It's just you know, it is what it is. Yeah, no, I, I, dude. I, do you think I would have fucking eaten? Dude, I'm <laughs> an adventurous person, but like I have my limits. I would never have eaten that had I actually known what it was. No, nah, not. Yeah. So at, at my uh, at my wedding, the, the the when we're getting ready to go do uh, the rehearsal. So in in uh, my case, we had like a rehearsal dinner. So we did the rehearsal for the wedding. What we're going to do, and then. At the rehearsal dinner, um, they serve Shirako soup. And I, I had my buddy, who's one of my friends for a long time, named Scott. He used to be the bartender at the Black Lion, uh, which was a famous uh, guy to uh, hang out here in Japan. I, I remember that place. That was a good fucking place. I went there a couple of times. I liked that place. In, uh, I used to go there Meguro. every day. Yeah, that was my oh, place. Oh, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking good place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Good place. So, the man behind the bar, down. the man behind the bar's name was Scott. He's a, one of my best friends. I've known him since 19... 19- 96 so i've known that guy for a long time and uh they put down the first course in front of us and very similar to what you were saying is like they want you to you're a guide cookers and you're a foreigner they want you to try all the the food and i and they're like here's shirako and i know what it is because i've heard stories similar to yours and i'm like yeah i just don't want soup my buddy scott's like oh i'm starving i'll have it i'm like 
here you go, pal. <laughs> so here's your have two. Have two. Rub it all over your face, bud. <laughs> Rub it into your chest hair. Go ahead, man. Do what you want to do. <laughs> then I started teasing them. I'm like, can you how fast can you drink that? <laughs> can you swallow that all in one go? And he's like, he's like, I could no, I'm, I can drink that really fast. I'm like, it's kind of hot. Are you sure you can handle it? You know, he's like, no, no, watch this. He goes, oh, like you did. And he's like, all in one go. And then he's like, I go, can you do two bowls? And he goes, oh, blah, blah, blah. and he drank that really quick. He's like, that was, that was pretty good. It was like light and creamy. And I'm like, yeah, it was. Light. <laughs> yeah. And then, then, you know, after a little while, like my wife was like elbowing me in the side. And, and, and he's like, what was that stuff? What was that stuff? And I, I didn't say monkey brains. I wish I had now. I wish I had said monkey <laughs> brains. But no, I said, well, that's a special part of a fish. <laughs> like your friend said to you. And then uh, later on during the day, we got down into it. And he's like, oh, that wasn't so bad. I'm like, well, bro, you probably have some things you want to work out in your life. <laughs> <laughs> funny, funny story, man. Oh, man. Yeah. So yeah. I guess for me, the weirdest thing that I've eaten here is uh, what they call Ike Zushi, which is uh, sushi that's still alive. Oh, you've had that. I've heard. I've only heard about that. Yeah, I've had it a couple times. It's, it's interesting. So they, they cut the, they put the fish on a skewer. So they skewer through his tail and through his neck and his head. And then all the middle part, they slice into sashimi. So his mouth is still moving and his ta- tail is still flopping. But you're eating his the middle part of his body while he's sitting there looking at you going, oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Sucks to be him. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, pal. I'm higher on the food chain than you are. Yeah, man. Because no, I've heard the stories about the fucking, was it like the baby octopus or whatever they eat in Korea? Where you're just oh, like, yeah. You know, it's still alive. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Something similar to that in Japan. It's like the bottom half of an octopus, just the legs. And it's not alive, but <clears throat> excuse me. When you when you put the soy sauce on it, the the salt activates the last nerves and it starts wiggling around. Oh uh, yeah, I know I know what you're talking about because it's kind of like a reflex, and so it kind of starts moving. It's just yeah, like if you've been on a yeah, if you've been on a farm, if you've seen like a, the whole saying a chicken with its head cut off. If you cut the head of a chicken, like he still runs around. Correct, like that. Yeah, similar thing. Yeah, uh, I've not actually seen that, but like I've heard about it. Buddy, what is that you're drinking? uh champagne nice yeah dude my classic blueberry chew high ah, dude you're making me jealous i want to fucking try that shit man i love blueberry and chew high is good man i i've not seen that yet if i see that i'll be all over it um my wife orders them off of uh, off of uh off a of service i don't know if we can say the name here but off a of service and we get a couple cases Oh shit, man. Well, fucking next time we hang out, uh, send me a few of those, man. I definitely want to try it because I love blueberry. Right now, I'm drinking Cremier Blanc de la Blanc's product Blanc, of France. Blanc, 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 Blanc. Yeah, Blanc, 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 Blanc. Dude, I don't fucking complain. Like, I love my apartment. I literally, I go downstairs. There's a liquor store on the first floor of my building that sells champagne, which is damn good for 500 yen, five bucks. Not bad. Never had a bad bottle. That's good stuff, man. Yeah, no shit, right? What do you want to do next? Do you want to go into the news, or, or uh, you want to start talking about? Uh... Actually, uh, I got a, I got a question for you. Okay. Uh, I forgot to ask you about this last time, but uh, what is your expert opinion on Cobra Kai season three? 
Cobra Kai. Okay, um, we're talking about what's on Netflix at the moment, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, I, I, I think uh, it, it's like, what is like, it's been on for a while. It's, you know, I think everybody's like had a chance to see it. So I think we can go into spoiler territory. Okay. So, um, yeah, just like everybody else, I, I watched uh, the entire three seasons of Cobra Kai. Uh, it's an interesting take that the fact that they make uh, Daniel Russo, like Danielson, look like the bad guy. So he was kind of bullying Johnny in, in you know in season one and season two. The, the way they re they reimagined the Karate Kid. And season three, uh, what happens is uh, is uh, Daniel Russo he goes back to Okinawa and meets uh, the guy from Karate Karate Kid two, the one he fought for. Yeah, his name is Chosen. 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 Okay, that that guy. Chosen, the guy who's gonna fight for for uh, for the young lady in Okinawa, right? Where they do the drums. Dun, 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 dun. And spoiler yeah. alert: that drum technique is how Danielson beats him. So, anyways, thirty years later, they meet again in Okinawa. And if you've ever been to Okinawa, Okinawa is no longer a jungle island. It's kind of really industrialized like huge cities like super naha. fucking tourists man yeah super cities like naha and i lived there for a, for a year i lived in chitan which is down towards the resort area part i taught scuba diving down there for a year really nice area and also it's full of like marine bases and air force bases army bases so they're not they're not intimidated by seeing foreigners like you see in the movie at all everyone's so used to it and um so in the, in the tv show he meets that guy again and that guy was uh, trained by a cousin of Mr. Miyagi, and uh, he learned Miyagi-Do as well. So one thing that he learned that Danielson didn't learn was some secret Miyagi-Do techniques. What? The fucking pressure point. That's right. Gonna pressure go, point. Cena, warrior princess in your ass. Yeah, the <laughs> so this is where it starts going off the rails. Go figure. Okay. Um, spoiler alert, in real life, Chi does not work. Chi does not exist. If you think Chi exists, please show me evidence of Chi. I won't get too much into that because that's a whole scientific thing we could go down, a whole trail we could go down. But let's stick to, to the show. But uh, Daniel-san learns from, from Cho-san uh, these, these uh, pressure points. So he takes that knowledge back with him and gets a little scroll because, of course, it's written on a scroll because Miyagi... Wise old man on the mountaintop. Dude, Miyagi's he was like 60 in 1985, okay? Dude was probably not writing on scrolls in the 40s. Come on. Man. But anyways, it's on a scroll. For the TV show, it's on a scroll. So, of course, Daniel-san gets a magical scroll of magical uh, pressure points that no doctor knows about in the Western <laughs> world. Okay, so that they go back and it comes down to Daniel-san's got to do one one major fight with some guy and of course those pressure points is what saves him and then the guy the the evil sensei i forgot his name what's what's that guy the evil sensei? oh come Priest. on Priest, yeah. man you gotta remember me. yeah sorry bro it's i'm i'm a star wars guy so uh, really yeah I I, I I i figured you'd be like the man to talk to you about this not I, I was i actually like I, you don't have to summarize, summarize it. I was actually, I was just like interested in your opinion on like the fight choreography and like how that, how that's okay. going. Because like a, a, anybody who's seen the series can critique the storyline and this and that. Okay. But like, I, I, want, I want your opinion on like, you know, the fight choreography. It's like, terrible. How's that going? Good, bad. What do you think? It's terrible. And, like, um, okay. And, and, and pressure points, like it doesn't take an expert. Like, okay, obviously there's quote unquote pressure points. So like, if you hit people in certain points, 
that are more vulnerable, we get that. But like, yeah, magical chi, like touch of death, is not going to happen. I get that. Yeah, you uh, like what's that called? The muduk, the the uh, the the deadly palm, the palm strike where you hit somebody and or you, or you touch them in the forehead, and then two days later they die. The poison palm, the poison strike. Or, or, the, or, or I've heard of the Buddha's palm. It's kind of like the Buddha. Like if you smack him right in the chest, it'll stop their heart or something. Sure, sure it will. Yeah, uh, sure, those right. things don't exist. Yeah, those things don't exist in real life. <laughs> Damn it! If you hit somebody in the chest and they were they were breathing in at the same time you hit them in the solar plexus, you don't knock the wind out of them, right? Or their or their 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 abdomen is not developed. You'll you'll hurt them. You'll knock the wind out of them. Um, in extreme cases where where like a power puncher hits a little guy. You can actually kill somebody because you rupture their liver or you rupture their stomach. Those are kind of things that happen to boxers all the time. Uh, if you're undertrained or your your core's not conditioned, that's what killed Houdini. Houdini was doing a trick uh, with some college guys, and he's like, he was a a, a man of, of small stature, small fella, and he's like, you can punch me as hard as you want in the gut, and the guy goes, well, you know, he said something, and while Houdini was going to answer, he goes. Pop, pop, pop! Hits guy, hits Houdini three times in in the rib cages and, and in, into the center of the body, which ended up rupturing his uh, internal organs, which caused him to die eventually a couple of days later, an agonizing death from what I hear. Yeah. So. Uh, no, yeah, I, I think I read I read his biography and like that's basically what happened to Houdini. Also, I, th- I think it's happened in contact sports, like kids like getting hit, just just the just like not even scrawny kids, just like just the the right place at the exact wrong time. Sure. Sure. Kind of things. Yeah. What happens to people when they fall down and hit their head, right? You could probably stand up from that a hundred times, but that one time you knock somebody down, he hits his head and dies. You, you know, you end up going to jail jail for murder. So that's why you should never fight on the street. But uh, going back to karate kid, um, uh, Cobra Kai on, on Netflix. um, The problem with Cobra Kai is the same problem they had with iron fist, Marvel's iron fist. The people they hired to do the martial arts are not martial artists. They're people pretending to be martial artists. And it drives me fucking nuts. So it's like if I was a guitar player and I watched and I watched somebody like pretend to play guitar and pretend to do chords and they're just moving their fingers all wrong. As a guitar player, I can pick up that and I know it's not real. It's like whenever you see a shot of somebody playing piano, but they're not really a piano player. They always show the yeah. shot from the back of the piano towards the front. They don't ever show the person's hands and their face at the same time. They'll show either their face or their hands moving, which is probably not their hands in the real, in, in, in mm. reality. So, right. Cause it's a, it's a body double to make it look real realistic. Correct. Correct. So the, the thing is like in a karate movie with choreography, you can't use a body double to do choreography where you're going to shoot someone's face, right? You can do camera cuts and stuff to make kicks look faster, to make them look like lightning speed. Right. But, there's certain things that you pick up as a martial artist, like where their hands are when he's kicking. So, for example, when he throws a kick and his, and his elbow goes up, leaving his entire side exposed while he's trying to throw this yosh yosh kick that doesn't look like it would connect with anything. And if you get hit with that, you deserve to get hit because it's so slow, you know. And 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 he's the way he strikes, like he's striking on the wrong part of his fist. He's hitting with the wrong part of his heel. He's hitting, you know. He's not recoiling his kicks because kicks should have three parts. They should have, they should have coil, extension, and recoil. There should be snap to it. It shouldn't just be stick your kick out and then flop it to the ground. That's amateurs. That's white belt shit. And uh, things like that annoy the crap out of me when, when they're supposed to be professional. So that to answer your question, the karate in that 
is kind of crap. But the thing is, I think the the show Karate Kid is not about the karate, to be honest. Uh, Cobra Kai is not about the karate. It's more about the drama in between the karate fights. They throw the karate fights in there to appeal to to people who want to fight karate. Well, yeah, that, that that's that's my main question. I know, like, uh, also Iron Fist kind, kind of got a lot of flack about it for similar reasons, like the fight choreography not going that good. And again, I'm not, I'm by no means an expert, but I know one thing I did pick up on is like just being kind of an amateur. Is like it was the fight scenes were like cut, 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 a lot of like quick quick cuts. But if you look at like uh, some of the fight scenes that were really praised, like I don't know, like Daredevil and those long ha- hallway scenes, like which is like so. yeah. one long continuous cut where the, the, there's no fucking cuts. It's just like you know, yeah. one fucking take, one long take. Those are amazing. Yeah, those those kind of fights are amazing. But you're what you're yeah. saying the cut, 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 cut is because of things like I was talking about. They're throwing a kick out and they're just letting their leg flop to the ground, and they're not pulling it back, and it doesn't look like cool like karate kick, like where where it goes pop and comes back to it's where it started. Then you sit down on the ground and you set up for your next one, or or you bring it back to the you, you rechamber it and you're ready to throw your second kick, so you can go pop, 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 pop. You just rechamber each time. So, so, so you you're prepared to, to throw your next kick from from that fold, but um, okay. in the Karate Kid, the reason they're cutting that is because they look sloppy, and the only thing they can do is they want to throw the, show the guy starting off a punch, and then cut everything in between it so you don't see the real punch happen, and then show the guy reacting to a punch. Mm, yeah, so I, I kind of I kind of picked up on that, but like then again, but like okay, this is just what I wanted to know, but this is what kind of had suspicions about, but like the thing is like. It's still a good series, but like you're saying, like like for the fucking drama and like right. it's just really good from like start to finish. And like actually, that series. The only thing that disappointed me is like first couple of episodes. You see, uh, what is it, uh, Johnny and Daniel together, and like they have like they, they have this whole like fucking frenemy tension. Mm-hmm. They kind of work together, but they still fucking hate each other. And then like then they go off and do their separate story arcs, and the kids have their separate story arcs, and then like the last couple of episodes they come back together again. They still have that frenemy tension. I thought that was. It was good writing. It was good storytelling through. Yeah, the story's fun. I like the story too. It's just the, the the crappy part is is the martial arts part of it. Uh, but but like you said, the story's fun. I like the story. He's helping the kid out, and the one kid got injured, and you know that's a that's a fun story. That's an eighty story. You know, I like that. Well, I I think it's more complex than 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 an eighty story because like literally, Karate Kid was like so cookie cutter. It was like literally black and white. The good guys are white. The, the the bad guys were black. Like you know, their fucking uniforms. Like that was. It was just yeah. so fucking pretty quarter. But now, now that it's like you know, kind of gone on matured, right? And like, again, I'm I'm really fucking against like you know people doing a blatant cash grab and bringing like old shit back just to like just you know us old motherfuckers that like you know ooh, more of that oh fucking karate kid I'll fucking take that oh fucking Top Gun oh my god ooh, I haven't seen this in years. But like, I'm hey, really against. They yeah. get me every time because I'm, I'm looking forward to Ghostbusters, man. When Ghostbusters comes out this year, holy shit, am I looking forward to that? That's going to be. I'm fun. sorry, man. I'm I'm, I'm going to remain skeptical. I know you ma- email me about uh Bill the new Bill and Ted movie. I'm I'm sorry, I refuse to see it. No, 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 not going to happen. I enjoyed that. That was fun. I, yeah. I'm just I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. I'm like I, I know you're a bit older than me, but I'm just like a fucking little bit. Bitter, bitter old cynical man i'm just like no fuck that but like karate kid caught my attention i was like you know what man you guys are fucking awesome keep doing what you're doing give me fucking 10 more seasons of that bullshit i'll I'll fucking happily watch it i like it yeah i'll, I'll keep watching it I, I don't mind it you know it's just uh, there's certain parts that I, I'm, I can see right through but it doesn't ruin the entire thing for me um i sent you a link to um 
a campy kung fu movie. Did you have a chance to watch that? Uh, I did, man. Uh, it was a uh, was an uh, Bollywood stuff, right? Kind of. It was South African. It was called Kill and Kill Again. Uh, yeah, yeah. This is this is the thing. I watched it. Like, okay, first of all, I was I was gonna watch. It. I was running. I was like, ah, oh, fucking Jeremy knows his shit, right? Here be here be the problem. A, no fucking subtitles, and I, I just I fucking I actually do like to know what's going on. And B, like, I'm sorry, man. I was watching my phone. I was fucking grainy, shitty. I started zipping around to look at some of the actions, action sequences. I couldn't understand anything. It was fucking horrible quality. Yeah, I, it's English. I will though. try. Yeah, I. What was it? It's English. It's all South African English. It's it's really heavily accented. But really, it's, I it's couldn't South fucking, African. I, I watched I watched like a couple scenes. I couldn't fucking understand them. I was like, what? Well, maybe maybe I sent you the wrong link. But uh, the show, the movie's in English. If anybody wants to watch it, it's free on YouTube. It's called Kill. Kill and Kill Again. And it's a 1976 crappy, campy, awesome, really stupid kung fu movie that's completely ripping off Enter the Dragon. Like, if it came out like three years after Enter the Dragon came out, and it's just like a, a complete South African ripoff, which is beautiful. It's fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. It's so campy. So, so, the karate so, so, in that so the karate in that's legit, bro. Except for the flying parts. I mean, that's obviously not legit. But like, when you see the guys in the tournament fighting, the shit they're using is legit. It's it's like really good karate. It, it wouldn't last. It wouldn't last for one second today in today's fighting environment. But in the seventies, that was pretty awesome. Did I lose you, Tom? Movies. It's like oh yeah, there you are. It's are. like yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah, so as I was saying, it's like yeah, so it's you're just saying it's one of those movies that's so bad it just kind of came out the other and became good. Yeah, it's like that. It's like that. Uh, I fucking I, I fucking love those movies. Like uh, I don't know, favorite favorite one that did that is maybe Army of Darkness. It was just it was just it was yeah. purposely made to be a terrible movie. It was just so bad it came out the other end became good on yeah, purpose. Exactly. Kind of cult intentionally. Yeah. 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 yeah so, it's exactly yeah, like yeah. that for Kill and Kill Again, which is on YouTube. You can you can look it up. It's hilarious. Have a couple beers, sit back and watch that, and, and crack up. Well, yeah. As you're describing it to me, sorry I didn't see it, but like as you're describing it to me, it doesn't sound sound like the type of movie you'd want to watch sober. Oh, it's fun, man. You got to just check it out. It's it's incredible. So the reason I, I watched that is because me and my brother back in the '70s, I thought I was a little kid, but uh, we went and watched that in the drive-in, and then I found it one oh, day. Really? I found it one day on YouTube, and I was like, "Holy shit! I haven't seen this since shit 1976." So I started watching that. So when I watched it the first time, I was like four or five years old, you know. Yeah, it's a good, good memory. Fun, fun as fuck. Yeah. Uh, said, cool. Tom, yeah. let's hop into yeah, the man. news, man. All right. Yeah, man. I'm ready to fucking throw down some news, man. Um, yeah, I, man. You want to go first or should I? Uh, I can go first. In Tokyo and craving soul food, we've got just the place for you. Soul Food House in Azabujuban. Check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com. Come by and taste the love. We look forward to feeding you. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right. Over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France 
to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors. Located comfortably in Asagaya, about five-minute walk from the station. Hey, yo, what's up, Vaders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what... If I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks, but if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Proper. Are you at Harajuku with some out-of-town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete at Harry's Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry's Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states, and in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each, and they're worth so much more. These are these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're gonna love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool. That's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilled Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilled Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you and we love art too. So faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. If you're going to get your fade on, you got to get your fade on in style. And that's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade, and I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade, badass palmade. And let me tell you one thing. 
comes in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Palmade. This stuff is a man's palmade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Palmade. Get your bait on in style. Papa. So the All one, right, man. the one story that I, that I got picked out here is a boxer, Kazuto Iko, uh, Kazuku Ioka, is in trouble for showing oh, tattoos during a match. Is, is this is this the story that I uh, that I sent you? It is. Yeah, I was like, I, I fucking, it was like the fucking heaven smiled down upon me because like when we were emailing ye- each other yesterday to set up an appointment to do this, and I was like. Okay, yeah, okay, cool. We work out a schedule to do this. And I was like, yeah, let me hop in the news and see what's going on. And I just like start flipping through a few things. And like literally, I just clicked on the website and like it had literally been posted a couple minutes after I checked the website. And I just, I just, I started reading it. I was like, this is so fucking Jeremy. I was like, sent it to you. I was like, dude, 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 you, this is you. This is you. You got to do this. Yeah, totally, man. I'm, I'm into it. I'm into it. And I love the fact that what he, what he does here. So what he did is he showed his um, tattoos or basically went boxing without a shirt because I've never seen anyone box with a shirt on. But Jesus, uh, who, who fuck, why would you, man? Why would you? And then like um, he, he he got in trouble because uh, the association or people in Japan, like really uptight people in Japan get upset about tattoos. And the association. Well, would you mind reading the story, man? Just read the full story because it's pretty well written. Yeah, it says, uh, it says boxer. Uh, Kazuto Ioka is in trouble for showing his tattoos during a match. Flips off the association in response. Ioka and friends declare tattoo culture is the best. In Japan, there are lots of traditional television programs during the holiday, uh, New Year's holidays. Uh, the song Kotes uh, Kohaku is the most prominent, but many people also look forward to shows like Gap Defends His Unbeaten Streak um, in Entertainment Rating Check. Uh, for sports fans, there is always a highly anticipated boxing card lineup for New Year's Eve. This year uh, saw a World Boxing Organization flyweight matchup between first-class fighters uh, Kazuto Ioka and Kosei Tanaka. Billed as the match of the year, it lived up to the hype, with both boxers trading uh, precision blows as well as an eight, uh, well into the eighth round when Ioka knocked out Tanaka while he was still standing. So it looks like the ref hopped, hopped in and, and uh, stopped it. But um, uh, let's see what's say here. It was a really great fight, but uh, the one, but also one marred in controversy, uh, not because of any moves performed in the ring, but because of Ioka's tattoos. This violation of the 19, of the 86 article of the Japanese Boxing Commission, JBC rules, states that a person with a style that makes the audience feel uncomfortable cannot participate in matches. The rule also specifies and mentions tattoo as an example of such style. Uh, this might come as a shock to many, since you'd be hard-pressed to find a boxer who doesn't have a tattoo or seven. But uh, it's how it, this, uh, sorry, it's how they operate in Japan, where the body art still holds stubborn connections to organized crime. However, the JBC doesn't even bother trying to enforce that rule for fighters who come from overseas. Uh, it only blindly, uh, it only binds Japanese boxers to it. So 
I'm not going to keep reading the whole entire article because it's longer than my arm. But basically, he did. No, 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 that, that's fine. I think we get the idea. Yeah. We get it. Yeah, he didn't like the fact that they gave him a, a hard time. And when foreigners come over with tattoos, which I love tattoos, when foreigners come over with tattoos, they don't say shit about it. But for him, they wanted to give him a hard time about it. So he just said, fuck you and gave him the finger, which good on him. Well, not only that, like, the, I like the picture because, like, because, like, that's why specifically I sent you the artwork, but it's like they're doing the, like, how do you say the wind up where the finger slowly goes up? Right. It's, uh, it's on yeah. Twitter. It's on Twitter if you follow him. Hey, he does, like, he just said, like, the uh, um, Star Lord from, from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy One. He did that yeah, same like, thing where he's like, <laughs> oh my God, I didn't know I did that. <laughs> you know? yeah. and he ends up flipping off the, the, um, the boxing board, which, which he's ripe to do. Why would, why don't you just sit there and judge them the fight instead of looking at what's on the guy's arm? Go fuck yourself. No, not only that, not only that, like I, this seems like a stupid way, thing to say, but like they're having the okay, we were supposed to have the Olympics last year, last year. We're supposed to have them now. And like Japan's sitting there openly courting like foreign business, and they're trying to say, we're open, we're open-minded, come, you know, come in, do business with us, blah, blah, blah. But they still got to fucking stick up their ass about fucking tattoos. Yeah, big which time. most of the Western doesn't. And for, like, for, I'm sorry, for fucking fighters, it's, it's just common. That's like a rite of fucking passage. They're like warriors. It is. They're warriors that are tapping into culture like thousands and thousands and thousands of years ago. What do they do? Warriors do tattoo themselves. That's correct. And, and even if, even if it's just a fucking stupid fashion tattoo, like, that's your thing. You're you're now, I get, yeah. You know, now, now I get that um how do you say like if you if you work for a corporation, you know, it's kind of a strict corporate culture. Yeah. I get that like you know if you're a sales rep, you don't want you don't want to send a sales rep out there that's got a Mike Tyson job all over his face. I, I get that. But like if they're professional athletes, like fuck dude, like really? hundred percent agree, man. Like um also, this guy's job is smashing people's faces and getting his own face smashed. So, if the guy if the guy wants to go out and put a, a tattoo on his arm, get off his back, man. Look at the way he does the sport. You know, that's what you're paying. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, basically, if you're if uncomfortable, you're it, says, it says uh, the rule eighty six, article eighty six of the of the J- Japanese boxing code said a style that makes the the um, the the audience uncomfortable. If you're uncomfortable, why the fuck are you watching a boxing match yeah yeah so yeah so, so yeah so, so, so exactly so it's it's completely okay to watch two grown men beat the absolute shit out of each other yeah but oh my ta- oh my god fucking tattoos yeah oh shit hide the children's eyes yeah that's that's my point exactly and i, I thought that was kind of weird and i 100 percent support yokosan in his uh in his flipping off and i joined him in flipping them off too fuck those guys yeah, fuck those guys. Um, I, I do feel, kind of feel bad for this guy because, like, uh, he's probably going to get some backlash. Come over to MMA. Yeah, I think it's fucking, I'll teach him. I'll teach him how to grapple. Come over. Yeah, that, there you go, man. Oh, open child. I, I was I was going to ask since like uh, you know you're quite dialed into like some of the combat sports. I was going to ask you if you actually personally knew this guy. I personally don't know Ioka, but be happy to meet him, man. Okay, sounds well, like a very cool dude. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, well, Ioka, man, like, uh, yeah, if your boxing career ever falls through or for, uh, you know, because like, you know, not because you're not not because you're a bad boxer, but because, you know, dipshits are giving you shit. Fucking we got the man to talk to you, learn some MMA. I'm sure he probably Maybe already does. Have... I'm sure he trains um, in the article. I didn't read the entire thing, but uh, at the bottom of the article in the people in the picture that you mentioned, he's sitting with it. Uh, one of them is an MMA fighter. Uh, OK, yeah, the guy he's yeah, sitting so... to is a. Uh, 
called uh, Hiromoto Ren. He's an MMA fighter, and he and he is uh, actually really good. So he, he Yokosan's already got his fingers in the right pots, man. Trust me, that guy. If they keep giving you shit, Yokosan, come over to MMA. We won't give you any shit. Okay, all right. Oh, well, there you go. That uh, you know what? May, you know maybe maybe this is just all branding. Maybe this is kind of like a strategic move. Maybe he's just, man, man, fuck boss, boxing. I'm just gonna hop over to MMA where like you know it's more cool. Well, you know what? Boxing has been struggling for years, so I think boxing should shut, yeah. set the fuck down, shut the fuck up because they they've lost basically all their cool fighters in the last few mm. years. You, you, do you know any heavyweights? Any heavyweight boxers now? Well, I haven't. I haven't paid attention. Like I think nobody has. Well, that's, that's the point. Yeah, nobody. Yeah. Nobody has, and because they're not a draw. Because a, a draw would be something like one championship or or Pancrase or you know UFC. Those are more of a draw these days. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, I, I remember, like, we're old enough to remember where we're like. It used to be the opposite. Boxing used to be the big deal. Like, oh, you yeah. know, like uh, so Tommy like, Hearns, Tyson, 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 you know, Tyson Holyfield, or Ty- yeah. actually Tyson fighting anybody. Yeah. Where like you know you, UFC was kind of like you know the redheaded stepchild runt of the group. Although I still watch eventually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, I'm not knocking it. Like it's still, it's still, it's still cool. I remember like you know. UFC two, it was like the uh, championship was like Hoist Gracie and uh, Ken Shamrock. I remember that. That was awesome. Pretty, that was I watched that. Match. Yeah. Uh, All right, that, let's yeah. hop on to the next story, man. What you got? All right, man. Well, I'm gonna go, actually since since we kind of rambled on about the last one, I'm gonna go a little bit short and sweet, but this one's kind of fun. Okay. And also, because I love this GTA fucking shit. Cool. Tokyo cops seek. Yeah, Tokyo cops seek man who stole taxi in Aoyama. Woo. Woohoo! Yeah, straight up GTA. Tokyo Metropolitan Police are hunting for a man who stole a taxi in Miyazaki on Monday before abandoning it, reports T- uh, Fuji News Network. At just past 5 a.m., the perpetrator was a passenger in the taxi cab in the Minami Aoyama area, which is a fucking really nice, ritzy area. Nice area. Yeah, when he struck the tablet computer inside. After the driver got out to call the police, the perpetrator jumped into the driver's seat and sped off. He abandoned the vehicle after driving for a very short distance of only a few blocks. He then bombarded another cab and rode it. Oh, sorry, sorry, boarded out. I, I wish he would have done it twice. That would have been like fucking, fucking like the double hitter. Yeah. But no, he then boarded into another taxi cab and rode it to Shinjuku Ward. And when it came to pay the fare, he fled the scene. This guy's a got savage. Style. This guy's a savage. Yeah. The perpetrator is believed to be in his 30s, police said. I believe, I think we're going to have a few more interesting articles about that. I hope he has a tattoo. (laughs) Yeah, he probably does. At this point, why the fuck not, dude? Yeah. He probably also flipped off the Japanese boxing bureau. He probably fucking did. He's probably flipping off everybody. Yeah. Hell, dude, he fucking, he he just, he just boosted a taxi cab drive, you know, after like, after kicking the driver out. He's probably he probably had his dick out was jerking away as he's like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> and he looks over to his he looks over to his left and realizes that almost all taxis in Japan have cameras. Yeah, probably that's that's the th- that, that's the thing. That's that's why I said we're we're definitely doing a follow up on this one because yeah. that's the thing. There's cameras everywhere. You know the motherfucker's gonna get caught. Yeah, it's like look, genius. Since like the year two thousand, all cameras. I mean, all taxis have been loaded with cameras, so you're not getting away with with. Uh, stealing a taxi cab and also beating the shit out of a taxi driver just just pay your fare and go on man uh, if, if you want that experience i would highly recommend the uh video game gta 
go play well, that you know live out whatever fucking fantasy just do it you know in on a fucking game not in real life please no kidding yeah i, I love that game i play that game daily i love gt i've played that since it came out yeah it's pretty it's, it's a pretty good game man yeah all right i'm gonna hop on to the next story here uh this all one's right, a very this one is not a violent story this is kind of a feel-good story we need one of those every once in a while man oh no shit okay. feel good story so um this one says sapporo which is a beer company or a liquor company here in Japan, uh, is ready to release a limited edition adult chocolate mint beer. So when you think about Japanese beer, uh, famous brands like a Bisu or Asahi Super Dry, you might be the first to come. They might be the first to come to mind. But if you delve a little bit further, you'll find that there's a whole world of exciting brews uh, just waiting to be tasted. One of those brews is adult choco mint a surprising new release from the uh, beer giant Sapporo. So this colorful dotted can and the, and the minty combination inside is a, is a departure from the norm for Sapporo. And it's all due to their Hopping, uh, Hopping Garage project started in 2018. Hopping Garage, which comes with a tagline, Brew Your Idea, is about an expanded concepts for new Haposhu, uh, low malt beers by collecting ideas from the public and then uh, making them into commercialized small batches based on the reviews and marketability of those batches. How cool is that, man? They're making chocolate beer, chocolate mint beer. Um, I've, I've had this before. I, uh, I've had not, not that specific beer, but I've had a chocolate mint beer, a uh, microbrew from England uh, a couple of years ago. It's quite good. Did you like it? Yeah, I loved it, man. Oh, it was, it was fucking excellent. Oh man, I've I've had chocolate beer. I've had uh, I've had Christmas cake beer before. Again, like uh, English microbreweries. Yeah. Um, they're good. Yeah. Um, pro- Johnny's probably listening to this. He's probably going to d- disagree, but he really doesn't like the flavor beers. But like, mm. um, like I said, like I like I said earlier, when we're talking about the fucking weird fish cum stuff. Like, I'm an adventurous spirit. I don't know. I, and I'm not saying I'll try everything once, but like for some of the weird stuff, yeah, I'll definitely fucking try it. And so, uh, Choco Mint hits spot. I want to ask you a question. Have you ever been to a little place in Tokyo? There's several locations throughout Tokyo um, called Devil Craft. It's a pizza place that serves Chicago-style oh, yeah, pizza. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, fuck, dude, fuck yeah. Um, yeah, there's one in uh, Jiu Gaoka that I know of, and there's one in uh, Kanda. Yeah, I know them. Excellent. There's one in – Best. yeah, th- those, are, those are run by a friend of mine, uh, him and his partners. And they have several types of um, of locally crafted beers and also internationally craft beers. And one of them that they have there uh, that I love is their uh, chocolate stout beer. It's not mint chocolate. I, I'm looking forward to trying mint chocolate, but uh, I, I, stout, I had that. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I know exactly which I, I forgot the name of it. Um, about a year ago, before this all this pandemic bullshit started. Uh, me and a friend went up to the one in Conda, and we had like the was it like yeah the milk stout. It, it's pretty hefty. I think it's about ten percent. It, it gets you pretty rocking. Nine point five. Yeah, it, it's a it's yeah, a heavily yeah, alcohol like beer. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it um, also their their pizza's fucking excellent, man. Because like oh, yeah. they, they do a proper deep dish. I'm from Chicago. I know proper deep dish. They have proper deep dish. Like that is the fucking pizza place to go if you want good pizza. Nice. Yeah, that, I love it there. The, um, this one of the only places that I know of in Japan to get deep dish pizza. Am I right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah, it's 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 fucking hard to find, man. I actually like right actually right now. I think that's the only place I know of that you can actually get like authentic deep dish pizza. Yeah, like um, you can get pan pizza or you know 
or regular hand-tossed pizzas here in Japan everywhere. But Chicago deep style, that's literally the only place I know. And um, they're, they're, they have like 32 different beers on, on tap. So you can go in there and try different beers from like ranging from 4% alcohol to 3.5% alcohol, all the way up to like Tom said, 10, 12%, like where it becomes like more like a wine almost. But that chocolate beer, holy shit, that hit the spot. Like you said, man, it's really good. I wouldn't drink uh, five of them because <laughs> you'd probably be on your ass. But uh, one is one's great. I, I, I wouldn't drink. I wouldn't recommend drinking more than one because they'll, they'll hit you pretty hard because like, um, how do you say it's pretty heavy, but also it goes down smooth. It, it, it got us pretty rocking. Yeah, it tastes like candy. In it, but like you said, it, it's very high alcohol content. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, no, man, that's a, that's a fucking great place, man. I, I've been uh, meaning to go back and check that place out, you know, after, you know, some of this pandemic bullshit blows over. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent place. Can't, can't, uh, can't recommend it enough. Even actually, even before I went there, because I've heard from so many people, man, oh, this is the fucking best pizza, you know, oh, Togo, blah, blah, blah. They weren't lying, man. It's fucking awesome. Really good stuff up there. Check them out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. What else do I got? Back to you, brother. Okay. Well, okay. Also, awesome segues or not? Eight point two million in ten months. Illicit pho- photographer could just not stop. Okay, in Osaka, even though he's only a university student, he might have already found his calling. Osaka Prefecture of Police have arrested a male university student who is suspected of repeatedly taking illicit photographs of women in order to make money. Reports uh, Fuji News Network. On February, sorry, in February, and the unnamed student, uh, age 21, allegedly used a smartphone to take tosatsu or voyeur footage up the skirt of a female university student in her 20s inside a stopped train in Shibuya Station in Tokyo. Mm. Upon his arrest on suspicion of violating a metropolitan public nuisance ordinance, the student who attends a private university in Osaka Prefecture admitted to the allegations saying that he started practicing this about five years ago when he was still a high school student. Wow. Jesus, man, they start fucking pervos start fucking young. Yeah. Yeah. That that's uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not even yeah, I'm not even getting to the fucking worst part of it. But over 600 videos. Wow. An examination of a tablet computer belonging to the student revealed about 600 videos showing the underwear of females, including the, those of high school girls who were clearly underage. No, it's of terrible. those videos, the, the suspect uh Posted about 50 on a pay-to-view site, earning him between 500 and 3,000 yen per clip. Over a 10-month period through the la- through last November, he collected a total of about 8.2 million yen in revenue. Mm. 8 point fucking two years. This guy made 80 fucking Gs. That's enough to buy a pretty nice luxury car. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't like the way he did it, man. Those uh. Like you said, I'm not fucking no, 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 dude. I, I am I am in no way, shape, or form endorsing any of this fucking shit. We're not we're not endorsing any fucking crime. No way. But I'm just saying, Jesus Christ, like since November, or, or sorry, like you know, in this fucking short amount of time, he's already made that amount of bank. Yeah. It's just it's it's yeah, it's it's fucking awful. It makes it makes me weep for the rest of humanity. I I agree. But uh anyway. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Police traced some of his earliest work back to a shopping center in Osaka City last January. An employee found a smartphone taped to the ceiling of the women's bathroom. Creep, man. Yeah, creepo. You know who else did that shit? 
Um, what, what, who else did that shit? No, rock and roll legend. Um, the guy who wrote uh, Johnny B. Good. What's his name? Oh, uh, 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 fucking. Can't believe I can't Chuck, remember. Chuck. Chuck, uh, Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. He fucking. Yeah. He didn't. Didn't he have a chain of restaurants? He was putting cameras in the fucking women's bathroom. Yeah, to watch women go to the bathroom, which I don't see the appeal to that at all. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, seriously, dude, in the fucking toilet. What? I mean, why? Like in the fucking toilet? There's nothing sexy about going poop, man. No, I know. I know. That's the weirdest, grossest, creepiest shit. And also, just why? I mean, like you know, look, everybody poops. I get it, man. Yeah. Like, I don't need to, like, go in there and fucking inspect, like, you know, my, my lady when she's taking a dump. Like, I uh, assume she knows how to do that herself, man. I, yeah, I don't need I'll to pass. fucking see anybody else take a dump. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't want to go, I, mean, I, I don't I, even want to go in a toilet 10 minutes after someone's taking a dump. <laughs> no, right? I know. Yeah. No shit, right? No shit. <laughs> you don't want to walk in while it's hot, man. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like, ooh. Yeah. That's a, yeah. That's a fucking live one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that that's some so, creep. That's a new level of creepy. That guy should get. That guy should go to jail, man, for that, and also get kicked out of university for that shit. I'm sure. He, well, I, actually, I'm sure he is, man, because they take this shit pretty fucking seriously, especially especially if he's a serial creepo like that. But like, yeah. Jesus, man, like, why in fucking toilet? Why, man? Why? Just no. Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> that's some. That's some fucked up shit. Yeah, but like, yeah, the the, the 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 part that bothers me is the worst is was, this dude was able to actually fucking make bank. So there's a bunch of dudes just fucking just sitting there fucking with the dicks up, fucking stroking it, like fucking you know, girls taking a dump. Ugh. Oh, that's Nasty. that's creepy on a new level, man. That is so yeah. so creepy. Uh, fucking change the channel, change the channel, dude. Fucking, right, we're done with yeah, this. Let's we're get done out. This, let's get out of the creepiness and let's go into some exit, fun. Exit, stuff. Exit. I got some fun ideas. Ejection seat. I'm reaching for the ejection lever. Uh, all right, uh, Jeremy, what else you got for me? All right, so um, I love to play games. I, when, whenever you come to my house, expect to play board games or video games. But I just love to play different kind of games, especially with my friends. So one of the games that I got um, as a Christmas present is a game called Never Have I Ever. And usually, oh, you, play, usually you play that in, in, a, in a group of people. And um, you, uh, you ask a question if anyone's ever done that, that thing. They, they have to tell you the story. If you believe the story, they get the card, which gives them a point. If you get five points, you win. Easily, easily explained. So I've picked out some excellent, excellent cards here that I'm going to ask Tom and see if Tom gets a point. You ready, Tom? <laughs> All right, I'm ready. Stop me if you've ever done one of these, okay? Okay, I'm going to be honest, man. I've been a long-term host in this podcast for like how many fucking years? I, at this point, I don't think my reputation can sink any lower than it has, but... You know, go nuts, bro, man. Fucking hit me. Okay. All right. Never have I ever made a business call on the toilet. I actually right, haven't done on. that one. Moving on. No, no, I actually, I actually haven't done that. I've, I've, I've made it in a toilet because it was fucking cold and like, you know, it was fucking weather was shitty. You gotta be on the toilet. toilet. But not where I was sitting, on the toilet. No. And, and there's gotta be no. a college student guy filming you take a dump. <laughs> Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, that's for bonus points. That's a bonus round, which I also don't get. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Next. Next question. Uh, Never have I ever fallen asleep during sex. All right. Next question. Fuck off. (laughs) Seriously, I've I've never like 
I've I've heard horror stories of like guys like you know they're banging their girlfriend and all of a sudden you hear oh no it's like dude man bro, bro you're a lame in bed that, that's not happened to me like that's how how breakup. man that's an official yeah, breakup man. right there if you're gonna yeah no 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 I I'll back you on that I agree with you that okay oh, man you, you gotta have some juice there come on man I thought you were gonna ask me some actual interesting questions oh I got some I got some more I got some more buddy I got some more all right, all right all right. Never have I ever done something illegal with a family member. I don't know if you want to admit that on a podcast. All right. Never have I ever hooked up with a next. Never have I ever hooked up with a bartender for free drinks. No. Never um, I, no, um I've never actually I've I've not gone that far, but I've definitely flirted with the girls like uh, that work in the bar to get free drinks, and it's worked a couple times. So tell me the whole story, man. Let me see if you get this one. I saw a cute girl at the bar and she starts chatting to me and I start chatting to her and I start, you know, we go back and forth and I flirt with her a little bit. And next thing you know, I'm getting free drinks. It's not, it's not, it's happened a couple of times. It's not a super exciting story, man. Okay. Come on, man. I thought hit me, man. Give me some good shit. All right. Never have I ever gone to a psychic. Mm. No, never have I no. ever agreed to a new sex position. And when I got into that position, hurt myself in the process. No, um, there was there was one time I was having sex with a what uh, basically she was my fiance at the time when I was in the university and like my fucking like I was I was I was on top of her and I was railing away and like out of nowhere my fucking like you know uh it was like my my thigh just cramped up I was like railing and I was like ah oh, just like ah oh, she's like oh you like this and I'm like ah oh, ah oh, ah stop. <laughs> I'm interested. Uh, uh, in uh, uh, I know that's uh, that's pretty fucking lame, though. No, um, no. All right, we're getting to the end here. These are the ones I've chosen out, man. I, I thought I would have done better. All right, never have I ever posted a, a a picture on social media to make another person jealous. I can see the wheels turning there. What are you thinking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's like, there's been a couple of times when I've broken up with my ex, like you know, post like you know pictures of my new girl just to piss her off. Well, how did that work out? Uh, she blocked me, so I assumed I, I assumed the post did, did its job. Yikes! Yikes! Don't you feel sad about that now? No, because like the girl was an abusive bitch. Okay, that's a story. Tell us about that. <laughs> oh, what a, you never heard about the crazy fucking belly dancer that I was dating? No, I haven't. Oh my god, dude! That's the story. Okay, hit me with it. All right, so this is what happened. Like, um, fuck, how, how much is the story? I want to tell? I'll, I'll tell you how I met her. Like, um, there were a group of Japanese people that, like, I met at a bar, and like, we wanted to becoming close friends over time. And like, we did like hung out pretty regularly and did like regular shit together. And they called me in the middle of the week. And they're like, "Yeah, it's like a Wednesday. there's like it's like a Wednesday or Tuesday." They're like, "Yeah, we're gonna be at this like you know one bar." that like you know we usually go to and like let's go like you know after a concert we're we're gonna go hang out and i'm like all right that's cool i'll meet you there and like uh i had nothing else going on that night so like i kind of showed up early i was just like sipping a beer and whatnot and by chance this british guy walks in uh with his wife who who i was good friends with both of them and like he goes so i was there early and he's like yay how you doing Blah, blah 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 And like, it's like, it's my wife's birthday. I was like, ah, fucking tequila shots. So I started doing tequila shots with his wife and buying them. And like, he's just 
teeny tiny little British guy who's like half the size of me. And he's like, he's like, he's like walking up to me, whispering in my ear, goes like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, get her fucked up. She's got to work tomorrow. This will be hilarious. And like, you know, in public, he's like, how dare you try to get my wife drunk and challenge, you know, and fucking trying to challenge me. So it's great. We're so we're having a row back and forth. So I'm getting pretty massively drunk. <laughs> and then a little bit later, this like fucking Russian dude walks in. And I was like, hey, man, how you doing? He comes over and he's, he knows my friend, like the British guy that I was drinking with earlier. And he goes, hey, man, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I'm Vladimir. I'm from Russia. I'm like, okay, <laughs> Vladimir, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, hey, uh, man, uh, I'm, in, I'm in a giving mood. You want a beer? He's like, yes, yeah, for pussies. Where I come from, we drink vodka. Oh, I like and this just, character. Yeah. <laughs> but literally, he just, he walks into the bar. He walks around the fucking bar. And everybody's going, uh, the staff are going, no, 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 no. And I'm sitting there trying to say, like, dude, I like this place. Don't fucking, you know, don't get me in trouble here. He just walk, walks around the bar, starts like, you know, sorting through the vodka bottles. And he just like grabs one, picks it up, and goes, this one, you don't drink this one. And just wow. buys the bottle. And they, yeah, immediately, immediately after that, the staff were all fucking cool with him. So like, I was sitting there fucking started knocking down straight vodka with, you know, beer chasers. Cool. So I'm getting pretty lit. And like, like I said, I was there early. So I've only been there an hour or two. And like, my friends roll up and they're like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And like, it's a bunch of people I know. And then, like, right behind him, in walks this, like, you know, gorgeous girl with this just, like, lion-haired, like, flowing mane just walks da, in. Da, da, like, oh, she's, yeah, she's kind of fucking hot. So she walks in, and, like, I'm just like, damn, she's just kind of hot. I'm like, hey, how you doing, blah, blah, blah. Like, you met her, and, like, you know, talked to everybody else. I'm like, so what's your name? You know, oh, she, she gives me her name. And I go, hey, um, so what do you do? She's like, oh, I'm a professional masseuse. I'm like i'm starting to get a boner yeah happy ending masseuse okay, or like cool. a legit masseuse no uh, like an actual legit masseuse like an okay. actual properly licensed legit masseuse i was gonna say oh uh, was that was uh, yeah not, not one of those like you know happy ending uh, dodgy ones but no yeah, was like actual, yeah. yeah. yeah an actual yeah. legit masseuse i'm like oh that, that was like I'm, oh that, that's that's pretty cool that's pretty cool i'll talk to her a little bit and you know do the rounds of the bar start talking to everybody else and then I'm just like, you know, come back to her a little bit later. I'm like, so, you know, what are you into? What do you do? She's like, oh, I like to belly dance. I'm like, so I'm a professional masseuse and I'm a semi, semi-pro belly dancer. And I'm like, oh, 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 oh. Two giant red flags were right there. Yeah. Well, I think uh, I think that time I was pretty sufficiently drunk. I think the little head was doing the hit, uh, thing for the big head right there. By that time, I was like, I fucking want this. Yeah. So... Yeah. So anyway, like long story short, I, I was basically running around the bar carousing, talking with a bunch of people, and I'm thinking, man, I'm fucking thinking I want to bring this chick home tonight, but I'm fucking super wasting after to work tomorrow. I don't know how the fuck I'm gonna pull this off. So literally, my my drunk brain told the said like, do the dumbest thing possible. So what did I do? I walked up to her, grabbed her hat, took it off her, put it on, and just like walked away. Like I fucking like it was like my hat, and, like I fucking owned it. And so she's literally like chasing me around the bar. And I'm just like, it wasn't like even running. I was just like walking around the bar with her hat on. She kept saying, give me a hat back. Give me a hat back. I just turned around and said, no. And just like walked away. Damn. Like, that, this, this is my whole strategy. This is how poorly I was thinking things out. You are good with the ladies, man. Yeah, I, I'm fucking super great with the ladies. But any, anyway, <laughs> but like she's just like, she was just so confused. It's like, what the fuck? That's not supposed to happen. And like, I don't know what, what my fucking, what was going through my fucking brain other than like, this is a fucking super smooth killer strategy. So I walked around the bar anyway. So like, come back around and she's like, okay, give me a hat back. And I was like, I was like, I want a massage. She goes, okay, I'll give you a massage. So like, just like, and I pulled my coat off and I sit down 
and like you know start drinking my beer and she starts giving me like a, a nice like shoulder massage i'm sitting there drinking my beer talking to my friends going hey how you doing blah, 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 blah. and we're just like staring at the other end of the table going dude what the fuck are you doing so she gets into the massage and she smacks me on the ass she goes all right good give me my hat back i was like no well wow, you said just like hmm. yeah i just literally just fucking walked off and I started, I started walking around the bar and everybody's like, dude, what are you doing? I was like, I literally don't know. And at some, at some point in time, my, my brain managed to click and go, dude, you actually have to work tomorrow and you're fucking bombed. Yeah. Go home. So, so I literally just walked out of the bar and walked home. Okay. With her hat on. With her hat on. Jeez. And by the way, I did not, I did not give my contact information to her at all, but about like I get home and like fucking shower up real quick and just fucking bed down and like boom, fucking phone rings. I'm outside and I want my hat back. I was like, all right, uh, you can come in, but you're not getting hat back. So Why don't you give her a hat back, bro? I don't even know how to explain <laughs> what was going through my head at the fucking time. <laughs> Keep going. I want to hear the rest of this. I got to hear the rest of this. <laughs> I, I thought I I thought I, I thought this was some. We, we won't even. Well, okay, the story will evolve later. But I thought I was doing some James Bond shit. I was. I was clearly not. Anyway, she comes in. Anyway, she comes in. Like you know, I fucking like I hid the hats, and like she's like, "Oh, I have my hat back." Blah blah blah. And I was like, "Oh, let's make out first. Basically. We made out and like clothes come off and like, you know, I was way too wasted to actually have sex with her, you know, fucking whiskey dick, complete limp noodles. We got, we got naked, we messed around and like, yeah, basically nothing happened. And after a certain point, she's like, eh, I'm going to go home. I'm like, yeah, I kind of got to work tomorrow. I was like, okay, I'll be the quote unquote nice guy and walk you out. The gentleman. I still hadn't given her a hat back by the way. Yeah. So like took her, walk, walked her out. I was like, all right, bye, and see ya. And like, you know, we, we kiss goodbye, and she gets over her bicycle and pedals away. Then I turn around to go back in, inside to my place. Oh, by, by the way, I should mention, this is the guest house next door to Womb. If, if you know this place, it's like basically right. the number one crazy, yeah, the number one party place, number one crazy place in, in Japan. This is down the street. Okay. I turn around to go back into the guest house and realize it's auto lock, and I'm in my pajamas. Oh, no. Yeah. So I was like, all right. By this point, I think it's about three or four in the morning. I was like, mm, Tom, son, you have two choices. One, you ring the doorbell about three or four in the morning, piss everybody off in the house. Or two, you just sneak in there. And all of a sudden, like, you know, Mission Impossible song starts playing in my head. I was literally drunk enough to think I was a fucking goddamn ninja. So like so I basically fucking climbed up onto like the fucking first floor. Okay. So there's, there's like a tra- there's a trash chute area right there and snuck her up. There's a long hallway which I'm surprised I'm a pretty big guy. I'm surprised I didn't just fucking fall through the ceiling. But like there was a balcony on the second floor that I could have snuck over to. I was so wasted. I I got over to what I thought was the balcony and started trying to pull it open. It wouldn't open. And so oh, no. I started banging on banging on cursing and scream god damn it why will this motherfucker open blah, 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 blah. all of a sudden light comes on this dude staring at me in the face in the face it was a dutch guy <laughs> who i also live with who was one of my housemates and uh 
Uh, long story short, uh, and, and, and like the Dutch guy's just like looking at me, and I'm looking at him, and I'm like, oh fuck, I, I, I think I just made a mistake. Dutch guy is like, long pause. Ah, don't worry about it, man. We've all been there before. Just go on through. Wow, okay. you, you know how awesome the, you know how awesome the Dutch people are, man. Like you know, they used Love to have the a problem with burglary, and you know they used to have a problem with burglary until they legalized it. But yeah, he just fucking waves me through. I saw him the next day, and but he was like, "By the way, he was like, that was really funny, by the way, but don't ever fucking pull that shit again." I was like, "All right, all right, all right." Yeah. But anyway, so I go, I go back downstairs. I fucking pass out. Fucking wake up, and like, oh, dude, I was I was in fucking bad shape. I woke up a couple hours later. I like, I fucking tried everything. I, I tried fucking coffee, fucking. Sport drinks energy drinks like fucking everything could not give him a hangover to, to function enough and i was like fuck it ride the beast so i fucking chugged a beer and just went to work wow showed up a little bit late they were like oh yeah i was like yeah <laughs> i'm totally sick went to work didn't did my fucking job went back home and then like you know mad hatter girls like still emailing me wow okay and so i was like i was like really right. that hat. You know, i was like yeah yeah, it was just like you should email me about the hat. I was like, all right, yeah, yeah, you want to come over? Uh, I'll give you a hat back. So basically, I had enough time to go home and like prepare shit. And like when when she got off her shift, so I was like, yeah, I'll cook you some nice nice pasta, blah blah blah. So I had everything ready and I was ready to cook. And like she comes over, and by then I'd actually sobered up. She comes over, and I was like, hey, come into my room. I have something to give you. And she's like, oh, you're gonna give me a hat back? And I was like. Nah, just brought her back in my room. Then I'd sober up. Then I just took her in there and just fucking banged the shit out of her. Wow. Oh, it was fucking glorious. Oh, man, it was fucking glorious. <laughs> that yeah, story took I, a turn I wasn't expecting. <laughs> I thought she was yeah. going to get her hat back. Oh, I gave it back. Oh, no, actually, no, actually, like, I pulled the hat out and I was like, I could give it back or I could just, like, you know, wear this to remember you or something like that. And I wound up wearing it for a fucking long ass time. Yeah, that's how I fucking met her. I was, I was with her for three years. Wow. She's, but where's she's, the she's abusive part? I want to hear the abusive part, man. That's the, that's the romantic how I met her part. I want to hear the part where you're ducking for cover, man. Where you're doing cartwheels like uh, the Matrix. Um, We were together for a, a year. It was really good, like, for the most part. Not not too many arguments, but, like, yeah. But then, basically, um, I had a really good job before that. Then life kind of took a turn. So I basically, I got booted out of the place. I was living in the house. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, but, okay. The statute of limitations is worn up. Like I was accused of violating terms of contract. And basically I was throwing massive parties and charging people and hiring staff and hiring DJs inside the guest house. Yeah. Might be a problem, especially if you're a landowner. Yeah. They couldn't prove it though. Could not goddamn prove it, but like I got in a huge pissing contest with them. But long story short, like I consulted a lawyer, and since they had no proof and it was only hearsay, I was like, "Yeah, fuck you guys. I'm gonna, I'm a, I'm a fucking stay." And uh, eventually, eventually, like I stuck to my guns, and they eventually wound up paying me to leave. But like I just had a really bad reversal of fate. So I was just riding really high in the hog, and uh, yeah, things took a turn for the worse. Like job i had which was really good the company went out of business and then yeah i was like fuck it man just like i got paid to leave so i moved in with her and then just couldn't find a job immediately so like life kind of went up and down up and down up and down 
And like, yeah, things got like once we once we started living together, she got like pretty pissy about stuff. Like what? Give me give me some examples. Uh, like I said, like you know, because we were both broke most most of the time. Like if I, you know, there's a couple times I couldn't make rent. She'd come out swinging. She'd come up. Rah, 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 rah. Damn. Yeah, dude. I'm I'm saying it was it was it was a real fucking dark period, man. Because like this girl's about five six and like uh, not like jacked, but like just in really really good shape. Japanese girl and like yeah, Japanese girl. And she was she was fucking tough, but like. She's just like one of those girls who just doesn't take shit from anybody and like would would stand up to, which I fucking respect. But like, you know, she started fucking swinging and she just, she took advantage of the fact that I wouldn't fucking hit a woman. She probably knew leg kicks and shit. Yeah, she did. She did. Like, I came home drunk one night and like, this is my fault. Like, you know, like I probably shouldn't have been out drinking, but I came home drunk one night. She's just like, she's fucking yelling. I was like, you know what? Fuck you. I don't give a fuck. So she runs to the other end of the apartment, runs back and fucking flying jump kicks me in the face, knocks me T over ass. Whoa. Yeah, just fucking smack right away. <laughs> Went down fucking hard, got up, and you know, just basically just got up and said, that all you got? And she's, Was it all she had? you. Yeah. No, but like, no, I think, no, well, see, that was, that was kind of the thing. That was one of the, that was one of the things like, where I did that to her, and she kind of shamed her into stopping. Okay, wow, that's more that's more drama than the Karate a, Kid, man. Yeah, well, dude, 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 there's way more to the story, dude. Next time we go drink, I'll tell you, it's like some of the more fucked up shit that happened. But there's there's another time, like I think I think I was like I was like I came home one night, I was I was drunk and I was passed out, and she got up on top of me like MMA style. She just like got up and Tommy mounted me, started wailing on me, bam, 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 punches in the face. I fucking woke up and I was like, oh, oh, oh. what was that and all about? Trying to Why didn't she do that? I don't fucking know, dude. Dude, I don't know. Like that whole fucking time with her was just like after a fucking certain part, like life was going bad, everything was going fucking bad. I was drinking a lot. I don't even right. I was drinking a lot. I was doing dumb shit, but like just. Fuck. Can you imagine I don't just know. going home to her every day like, oh, I'm going to get in some shit. <laughs> Roll yeah. up your sleeves. Come on, lady. Hit me with a flying kung fu kick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've ran into that. Oh, okay. A couple, a, couple, a couple of things I will mention about her. One, she honestly and earnest of belief, I am a witch and I can cast black magic. I was like, sure you are, honey. No bullshit. She 100% believed that. She had black cats running around this magic arcana and incense and a bunch of weird shit. And like, she <laughs> seriously believed that. I, I am know, does she not know pressure points? What if she yeah. knows pressure points? You're fucked. What if she has yeah, the tiny skull? Points. What if she has a tiny skull from a guy in Okinawa? Uh, another, another thing to tell, tell you about she previously was a professional dominatrix. I'm not <laughs> into that, but like, she previously, she actually was a. Dominatrix. That's number two. Uh, three. Uh, she actually got number two in the nation in a look like Lady Gaga cosplay contest, and actually got to meet Lady Lady Gaga. Wow. Who just sang at the inauguration? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just sang at the inauguration, but like, uh, yeah. That's an, that's another thing. When 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 things were going good, I come home one night and she's like, "Hey, do you know Lady Gaga?" This is when she's first starting out. I was like, "I don't know her." Whatever she shows me a couple of videos and I'm like, oh, that's that's kind of cool. Like you know, I, I dig her style. That's kind of cool. She goes, well, she's coming to Japan now, and I like her style, and I want to meet her. So let's do a cosplay. 
I was like, okay. And you, you would think this would not fucking work, but literally I spent like about two fucking hours. We're just like, just with a fucking camera, just taking pictures, like, you know, here doing sexy poses and like lady, lady Gaga cosplay on our bed. Wow. And like, yeah. So, so we took like maybe like three or four best photos and sent them into the, like the contest. And like, she, she got second place and guys, she got to meet lady, lady Gaga. Second place is pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and like what the funny thing about that, there's so many, there's so many fucking stories. This is a three year period. There's so many funny stories about this girl. The funny thing about that is when we were done, I sat down, I was like, fuck, man, I'm exhausted, man. Just fucking taking pictures of her. I was just like, I'm fucking exhausted. She sits down, she's like, she goes, eh, Nani Sono Kao. She's like, what's that look on your face? I was like, I don't know how to say this. There's no nice way to say it. So I'm just going to say it. I kind of want to fuck you right now. Wow. I was like, and she's like, eh, you are hentai. Yeah, and I'm like, bitch, you're the. I was like, bitch, you're the one wearing the fucking costume. She's like, eh. she goes, okay, you can fuck me, but you can't come in my face. I'm like, all right, deal, let's go. Oh, I was gonna say deal breaker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How else are you gonna know that I love you? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just pretend it's Scirocco. No, 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 no. I, I am kind of not the good guy in this fucking story. The first time we uh, rewind to the first time we had sex, the first time oh, started, started railing away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the first time, the very first time we had sex, I started railing away, I started banging her. And I was, I said, I told her basically when I was about ready to come, I told her like in Japanese, stick your tongue out. She goes, eh, okay. And just like pulled out and just shot in her face. That was, this was the first time we had sex. And she's, she's like, eh, why did you do that? I was like, Oh, well, I, I'm from America. We, we always do it in America. Just really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, watch this porno. I'm totally not the good guy in this story. You say you have to say you want your hat back, don't you? <laughs> no, believe me, she earned that hat back. Actually, no, she didn't because, like, you know, my dumbass lost it, which is another friction point in the story. <laughs> you lost the hat? Yeah. In, it was in your house when you were you you got drunk and you put it somewhere. Oh no 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 no! Actually, you know the the hat became kind of a running joke. So I started wearing the hat around. I had it for almost a year, and then like I was drunk at Yogi Park, and a, a girl took it from me. She a girl took my hat and gave me her hat, and I was like, "Yeah, that's fucking cool. I'll see you next week." And yeah, like that's gonna go well again. with the live-in girlfriend. Yeah, that was yeah. I, I, I don't know how else, like, okay, this sounds like the dumbest shit imaginable, and it, okay, and me being a 41-year-old now who has, who's happily married and has a, has a wife and child, hmm. this seems like the dumbest shit imaginable, but, like, this is what it was going through my brain when it was in my late 20s, and it was just, it was just like, fucking normal, because I was riding high on the wave, you know, I was just parties, like, you know, I was making good money, so I was just like, what the fuck ever, man, we, we'll do what the fuck ever, it'll be fucking cool, and just life was just awesome. Right. I didn't think it fucking did shit and it just worked until it didn't. Right. That's, that's like the old, that's, I don't know how it's just fucking saying. So wait, fast forward. Well, you probably don't meet that chick today, but when was the last time you saw that little scrapper? Last time I saw her was actually, um, this is really fucked up. It was years ago. It was Ageha. I remember like Ageha. Big, big, yeah. It's a so club. It's, it's basically, yeah, it's, it's the biggest dance club in all of Japan. It's it's this huge fucking warehouse out in the middle of fucking nowhere. It's also used. It's in Shinkiba, and it's also used for um, sporting events. Like I go there for a pen race, and uh, I go there. I've been there for concerts. I saw Tenacious D out there. Yeah, great place. Oh no shit. Yeah. Okay. 
So all right, go ahead. Tell me what. Yeah, you- yeah, well, yeah, it, it's used for other stuff. You're correct. Yeah, yeah, but like you know, we we broken off, and like she she was the one I did post some nasty Facebook pictures with like a girl that I was my rebound girl just to piss her off on purpose. She's like, "Fuck you," blah blah blah. Obviously, a rebound didn't work out, but anyway, I just started the girl who's basically she's my wife now, but we'd only been on a couple of dates, and like oh, okay. we, we weren't going to go to Ageha because like my my girl now was like used like really into clubs, and she's like you know she met me, I was like yeah I'm a DJ blah blah blah, and she thought it was really fucking cool, so we was, always used to go clubbing together, right? All right, <clears throat> so we go there and like by chance she, like I was there to see a friend DJ, and like she just happened to be one of the dancers there, and I was like. Oh, yeah, so 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 I'm sitting there looking at it. I was like, obviously, there's there's a bit of a history there. So I'm looking at her and looking at me, and I'm just like, yeah, fuck it. I just I, I walked up to her, and this is what I said. I was, I was like, look, fuck, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I fucked up. I did a lot of wrong shit. I just want to apologize to you. Can you please apologize to me? I, I'm literally, I, I told her this. I'm literally apologizing to you. Please apologize to me. And then it's just like you know, we can shake hands or hug or whatever, and walk away and be done with it. Just like. Yeah, fuck you. And I was like, that, that that just like fucking incensed me. That just like pissed me off. And I was like, man, fuck you, you fucking dirty bitch. How fucking dare you? Got yelled at her. And she's like pointing at her dance. She's like, see, you see how my how my asshole ex-boyfriend is. But I fucking apologized. You didn't really apologize. You demanded that she apologize to you too. I asked politely, but whatever, man. I don't know. I don't know, know man. We, we don't make the best rational decisions. Yeah, I'm on your uh, side. Yeah, man. Like she, she was fucking. Long story short, she was crazy, but I was also very wrong in that situation. A lot of times, I did cheat on her a few times. I did do some absolutely bonkers, dumb shit. You cheated on her? Yeah. What the hell? Tell me what happened. So again, you, I, was, you, I was. Wait, wait, wait. Let me put. Let me paint the situation. You knew you had a live-in girlfriend, but you thought you could sneak in the extra piece of pussy on the side. Oh no, dude! I'm not like a fucking dumbass. I'm not fucking sneaking oh. him into her place. No, no, That's I didn't. Stupid. I mean, you mean you could sneak in that extra piece of pussy? It's because my point here is it's always that side piece of pussy that gets you in trouble. Here's the thing: I don't know. Like, maybe she. I don't think she quote unquote, quote unquote found out, but I think she fucking knew. Chicks always know, bro. Chicks yeah. always know. Yeah. So what happened? You, you met some girl at the bar. You took. You took her hat too? No, because because my life, like, I, again, I was I was doing really fucking well at the time. Yeah, I was doing I was doing fucking awesome. Then like fucking like went up and down, up and down, up and down. As it does in your twenties and thirties. Yeah, and I wound up being at a really fucking low point in life, and uh, fucking wound up basically being like a bartender at a hip hop club in Ikebukuro. Okay, and. Uh, yeah, obviously, like, you know, obviously it's mostly black guys in there. I was the only white guy, but, like, some chicks are into that. So, yeah, you know, like, you know, you, you get paid to be friendly. You know, chicks buying you drinks and, like, you know, we dance with them, make out with them or whatever. But, you know, there's one time I was in there and, like, you know, some drunk chick came, came in and basically, well, she, she wasn't even really that fucking drunk. She just came in and started flirting with me really fucking hardcore. Nice. And I was like, yeah, this is, like, right when the bar was opening, nobody was in there. Like, she right. wasn't. Actually, she wasn't drunk, but she was like, she's looking to get fucking drunk, but she's drinking. But like, basically, but you had you had crazy hat lady in the, back at the crib, right? Yeah, exactly. I know, I know, I know. I fucked up, but like, you know, I was just, it was in a, I don't know. I'm not judging. No excuse the story. My, yeah, tell me the story, bro. There's no excuse in my, there's no excuse in my behavior, but like, 
basically a girl walked in like early and she was like really fucking sexy tall japanese girl this like kind of like acid wash jeans like shirt whoa there's like low crop top and like fucking tight jeans where they're nice. all cut up and it was looking fucking hot yeah yeah so we started like, it, was, it was i just opened the bar it was me and her and we're talking blah blah, blah blah we start going back and forth and like she kept leaning over the bar and like you know tits for long she's kind of <laughs> like you know basically just giving me all the signs that i want to go and i just like basically tapped into my phone real quick and i, I said meet me in the toilet in a couple minutes or sorry, 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 go to the toilet. Or sorry, I typed in my phone, go to the toilet, I'll meet you there in a couple minutes. Oh, toilet sex. Yeah, so she went to, the, there's nobody in the fucking club. It's, it's like this small one room, except for the toilets that are off to the side. Mm-hmm. There's nobody fucking in there, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I go in there and, like, you know, I, I wait a couple minutes because I know, like, the manager's kind of a dickbag. And he's really, really picky about stuff. I know him on fucking camera. So if I, if I escorted in the toilet, I'd be busted. So I went in and I pretend to do work, pretend to polish glass and do whatever. And like, yeah, I just fucking walk around to the toilets and like, she's in there and like, she's got her fucking, you know, panties down. She's sitting there fucking playing with herself. And I'm like, Whoa. I was like, all right, let's fucking go. Fucking pulled her tits out, started making out. She just immediately went down, started blowing me. And I was like, okay reach downstairs she's like she's fucking sopping wet she's ready to go it's like all right bend over and just railed her dude in the fucking toilet before work yeah before work and then yeah you didn't even need to go that long you know she's giving me the signal she said i come all right i pulled out fucking you know shot in the toilet just fucking walked out you know, said clean yourself. Gave her a towel. Said clean yourself. All walked out. Pol- went back to polishing glasses. She came back to the bar and went drinking. And like after that, like you know, another group of people walked in. Like the the one of those happening crews. Mm-hmm. And basically, I, I could overhear some of the conversation. I think she went off in another group. And I think she got involved in porgy after that. After I already railed her. Oh, like, okay. Yeah, okay. so we should explain to people what a happening happening crew is. So like in Japan, a happening bar is like a swingers bar. Yeah. So they're 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 around. they don't be don't be fooled. They, everyone thinks about Japan as being really conservative, but they're around. Yeah. So I, I did that. That that was one. Now that I probably could have gotten away with because, like you know, I what you know. That, that's that, a, that's the like, point. You think you can get away with it? You did. You got away with it. And then after that, you're like, I can always get away with it. What happened exactly. next? Exactly. What happened next? Exactly. So anyway, like blah blah blah. Dance with girls made out with a couple, nothing, nothing major, but like, um, this, it was late night. This group of hostesses came in and like, they were fucking hot. Like the hostess, like, you know, the fucking host girls, they've got, they got money. They're splashing around. They're buying us. Everybody drinks. And like, a lot of them were all, well, are basically all over me. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm like, I'm liking the attention, but like the, the one that the caught my attention, the one that said, no, no, no. But like, you know, the queen bee of the, the neighbor wasn't even a hostess. She was a hairstylist. She's like, no, no, no. She she pushed the other girls away. She's like, no, 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 that's mine. Wow. But, so I exchanged con- t- contact information with her. And like, literally, like the next day I mailed her, like, you know, at the end of my shift. And like, she mailed me back. And like, literally, like, after like four hours, like four hours of sleep and like, after being drunk and wrecked. <laughs> I woke up and like, I met her and like, you know, Hey, let's meet in like Shibuya, blah, blah, blah. 
went to DJ Fridays, had like, you know, a short meal and, and like a couple drinks. And then I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, what do you want to do? Let's go to karaoke. Went to karaoke, sang a couple songs and started messing around. She's like, you know, we're not going to fuck in a karaoke booth. And I was like, all right, you want to go to a love hotel? Yeah. Or a toilet. Like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> of so, yeah. So we went to a love hotel hill in Shibuya, which I used to live by. All right. And uh, yeah, man. She's like, oh, it's like this one's got costumes. It's like, right. <laughs> Interesting. So this hairstyle is this hairstyle is just fucking giant. You know, nice, obviously lovely head of hair, but just nice gigantic titties and like a rosebud tattoo on her tits. So like, she's like, well, which costume do you want? I was like, I want the fucking slutty French maid made outfit with the boob window. Oh, dude, you went with French maid. Excellent choice, sir. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Did you finish that whole bottle of champagne? By the way, sorry to interrupt you. Your, your story's great. Where's that bottle of champagne? Oh, yeah. oh, that, yeah, no, no, no. I'm still gone. I'm still gone, man. Okay. I like to drink and talk. All right. But no, but they, yeah. So I did that, and like, yeah. So like, basically, we we did that. We, we messed around. And we, obviously, we wanted to fucking yeah. But like, did her once. Fucking great. You know, she, she fucking dude. It was awesome, man. It, 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 she was doing role play. She was she's like giving me the fucking titty wank and a blowjob. You know, one of fucking her it was great. Slept for an hour or two fucking railed her again it was fucking great and like you know we did like you know a couple hours or whatever it's, it's called a rest period sure at the hotel during the daytime did that and like, then went back out and then like i'm thinking like at this point you get a little bit too cocky and i'm thinking i am the fucking goddamn ninja so I yeah, you got go away home. with it twice man you you got away with the first one yeah, no one's there's no cameras no one knows I'm, I, I, I'm getting, I'm getting this. I'm getting okay, this. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. I'm getting this. So, so I fucking, I, I think I'm just, so I fucking walk back home to my place after that. You know, we kiss goodbye and everything, whatever. And like, I'm thinking, and like, as soon as I walk in the door, like, you know, my fucking lady there, she's like, she's like basically sitting there, brawn and panties on the bed. She's like, hey, uh, come over here. I kind of want to have sex. And I was like, oh, fuck. She's like, oh, but, but she's just like, oh, uh, by the way, um, why, why, what, what were you doing? I was like, oh, I was going to go out shopping. I, I, she's like, I thought you were kind of broke. Yeah, I was window shopping. Yeah. Oh, look, oh, 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 oh honey, honey, I'm a, I'm a little bit fucking dirty. Let me, let me hop in the shower. First, I hop in the shower. I'm sitting there just fucking scrubbing my cock going, oh, my God, fucking don't smell, don't smell, don't smell, don't fucking smell. Yeah, that's the worst. I went from being the ninja, I went from being a ninja to the fucking panicking thing. I'm fucking busted. But you kept it together. So I'm, uh, I'm asking. Is, I'm asking. You, you kept it together. You're like you went to. Yeah, your little shower. You're, you're like, mm, all right. Now I'm all shiny and happy and everything. But then you went back out. What was the thing that gave it away? What was the thing that gave it away? I don't. I don't know. Like literally anything. Like again, I reiterate. I was. Yeah, you know, at the time I was. I was in my late twenties. So I'm still like you know pretty bare. But at the same time, I was. I was drunk the night before, and let's see. I, I was on four hours of sleep. And I'd already had sex twice. So, like, anyway, I shower, fucking rubbing shit up, you know, fucking go back in there. We have sex. Mm. Boom. Done. And she's like, ah, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, I'm sorry if I didn't make you come a bunch of times, honey. I'm just kind of tired. Blah, blah, blah. She's like, oh, okay, okay, it's fine. So I rolled over, had another fucking nap. And then she fucking wakes me up. She goes, I want to go again. I was like, oh, I don't know, honey. She's like, no, no, no. I want. She was like really insistent. I want to go again. I was like, okay, so so we fucking go again. So this is my fourth fucking time. On four hours of sleep after being massively hungover and drunk in the night before. It's mm -hmm. my fourth fucking time. I'm like, I'll give it my best. So we fucking go again. I thought that was it. And after that, I fucking roll over to sleep and go, you know, roll over and go to sleep the next time. 
this is this is this 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 is how I know she fucking knew. And remember, I mentioned before she was a professional dominatrix. Yeah, this is how I wake up. I woke up fucking tied up, spread eagled, completely naked on the bed. Oh, you didn't? She's like, I want to go again. <gasps> I want to go again. I was like, no, oh, honey, I'm seriously tired. This is not fucking cool. Smack, smack, smack. I want to go again. Smack, smack, smack. Dude. That's just, uh, uh, you, you know what you were saying about before? Like, chicks always know. She yeah. fucking knew. Yeah, she fucking knew, and she fucking Thanks, punished no, me. That was, just, that was like, I, I was on my back. Thankfully, nothing went up my butt. But, like, as far as she we knew, know. and she whipped, she fucking tied me up, and she whipped the fucking hell out of me. And, like, she... It was never talked about. It was never discussed. But that was a ter- that was that was one bad breaking point that was completely my fault in our relationship. But like she fucking knew. Did she go? Did you fuck her again? Yes, but it didn't come. But I was like, yeah. She fucking, you know, she's like fucking grabbing my dick, going, "Get up, get up, smack, 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 get up on her." Ah! <laughs> yes, we did for the fifth time that day. Uh, I, I, I I don't think in the last time I came. I don't know. I don't know if they're at this point. I'm, at this point, I have no shame. I don't think I'll just honestly admit. I don't think I came at the time, but I was able to kind of get a half chubby. Nice. Yeah, that's about hey, it. Your so stories are amazing. Stories. I like I like your stories. Your stories can be turned into a into a television program. Oh, you haven't heard the word craziest story. There's another story I'll tell you. Maybe save it for another time. But I think uh, I think we're uh, burning daylight right now. It's getting a little bit late though. Okay, let's wrap it up then. We're gonna have another another one of these episodes where we're gonna we're gonna hear the the craziest Tom story out there. That that's that's something for the for me to look forward to, and also the fans to look forward to. That might just be a Patreon only story. It might be that goddamn good. There was a story. This is probably the craziest thing I've ever done. I'll, I'll just tease you a little bit. Oh shit! I can I confronted the nationalists. You know, the fucking, like, you know, racist dickheads. Did you like fuck corners. the nationalists? Did you fuck them in their van? <laughs> you, you wouldn't believe... This is... This is a, a couple hundred episodes before. Yeah. But, like, I, I, I would have to tell you the whole story to realize how absolutely, especially in this today's political claim, to realize how fucked up this is. I did like, and this also ties into the crazy belly dancer. Just like this is like the absolute most fucked up, craziest thing I did. But yeah, I did. I did something that completely messed with them because I was in a just crazy nuts so speech. I was like, yeah, fuck it, let's just ah. Oh my goodness! Oh. Yeah, that's but, next. That's next. I, I, told, I told this story. To, I told this story to Johnny. This is the first. This is the re- original reason I was invited on the show as a guest. Okay, just leave it at that. All right. Do you remember the episode number? Uh, it would be 280 or 90 or so. Okay. So if you are a, a longtime subscriber, you can go back and check out that episode. But if you haven't heard the story, that's coming up, folks, mm. in a new episode in a week or so. Hopefully. You, you, know, you know what, dude? The ne- next time we're going to fucking, we're going to play hot box where I fucking flip it around and fucking, you know, just fucking grill you about crazy shit you've done. Cause I, I know you've done some crazy shit. <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> There's a reason I don't go to Rapunga anymore. <laughs> it's hard to, to quote my favorite except, except, to quote my favorite smuggler, it's hard to live with a bounty on your head. 
Except when you're fucking working, though, because this is the whole fucking reason we know you because you were because you were working in Roppongi. I was I was working on a lot of things at that those days. Yeah, as you mentioned, you know, your twenties and your thirties; those are some crazy times, especially if you're in Asia. And they both lived happily ever after in Roppongi. Faders, that was the story of Got Fit in Japan episode. 583, the story of Thomas and Jeremy. Thank you very much for listening to my story. And I got to say, that was one hell of a story. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> the part where like the kid got busted taking photos of girls in toilets. Oh, that was nasty. Uh, the boxer flipping off the commission. Hilarious. Oh, Tom, <laughs> him and his ex-girlfriends. And that's only one of his crazy ex-girlfriends. I've known quite a few, and uh, some of them are way more crazy than that girl. He's just saving it for a better time. (laughs) Oh, faders, thank you very much for tuning in. It's been great. And, um, yes, I must say, if you do want to support the show, please go to our Patreon. And speaking of our Patreon, which is located in our show notes, I want to sincerely say... Thank you to each and every fader that has supported us on Patreon. Even just for a little bit. If you you signed up and you supported us just for maybe a month or two, thank you. We, 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 mad respect. If you're supporting us like month after month after month, madness of mad respect. We we completely salute you. Our our sakes, our beers, our shochus, our whiskeys, our nihonshus, all that is in the air giving you mad respect every time we drink and every time we do a show without you guys there is no god fitted japan at this point so we we really really thank you thank you very much and um if you also want to support the show definitely go down to our patreon it's in the show notes it's five dollars it's basically buying us one drink every month if you come to japan we will buy you two drinks at the bar tom will buy you 10 shots at the bar and uh yeah we will show you around the city and you will have a good time and that's a fact jack all right, faders, and we know times are tight, times are tough, and uh, if you don't have that coin in your pocket, don't worry about it. Definitely go down to Instagram, go down to Facebook, it's all free. And another thing that's free that does support the show is our iTunes. Go down to iTunes and give us a five-star review, baby, come on. Five-star review, come on, give it to us. Five-star review and write something groovy. You can do it and we'll do it for you. If you got a podcast, hit us up, we'll listen to it, and we'll give you a five-star review too. And we've done that before. And, um, yeah, actually, there's quite a few podcasts uh, that we listen to that uh, were started up by some of our faders. And uh, holy smokes, yeah, wow, Rotten Reviews is one of our favorites at the moment, but there's a lot of good ones out there. Um, Faders, once again, thank you very much for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next week. Peace! Brother, a goddamn shit-sucking vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. God, the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! You sure I should do this, man? We're going freaking! Your move, creep. Oh, man. I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.